With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are now listening to the internal Alright, so I want to speak about something that I feel like a lot of people not putting enough emphasis on. You know, just in conversation, in real life, people that speak, people that teach and things like that I feel like people don't put enough significance on the heart space nobody really is talking about and pointing people back to you know just love just like things like joy just the the in-betweens of life I feel like everything is geared towards the mind is geared towards accumulation is geared towards relationship and love on the surface level but nobody is just talking about that space and what it actually represents the importance of it and you know what you deal with on the other side of that when you're not in a a space where your heart is open you know so I just, you know, I want to just get into that for a second. I ain't even about to go too long about it because I got shit I'm doing right now. So, you know, and this is just from experience. And this walk we call life, right? It's certain things and tools that we have for guidance. There's certain things that faculties that we have to bring us out of spaces that's very dark and unknown and get us through spaces and get us over bridges and valleys and peaks and shit like that is certain tools that we have right our intuition um our intellect our brain our ability to learn our ability to love and things like that All of our faculties, including our soul and our spirit, all of these things, in my opinion, and from my walk in life and my experience, you know, you got to chalk that up with yourself if it resonates. But from my experience, all of these things intersect at the heart space. 
So you might hear a lot of people talking about spirituality and they'll be talking about high vibrations, higher frequencies and things like that. But what they don't tell you is where these, how, how you get there and how, and furthermore, how you allow the, your lower natures too. you're able to bring them into balance and work in unison with your higher vibrations and your higher frequencies. Let me give you an example. Just taking a situation that just might be fucked up, something that um, doesn't seem valuable, and being able to bring it into its full potential. Being able to create, being able to hold space, being able to be adaptable and changeable and open. You feel me? That's what the heart space represents. So a lot of times we have gifts, we have skills and shit like that. But sometimes we don't utilize them for for the, you know, just the greater cause because we're not able to. Because we lack balance in our lower natures. And this is just something I've been going through throughout my life journey. Where just because I'm in my lower natures and I'm not utilizing my heart, my heart is not open because of whatever, whatever traumatic events transpired in my life and the things I'm getting through and whatever I'm dealing with at the time, you know, dealing with grief, the heart got a lot to do with grief, so it's a lot of work that has to go into feeding your heart and letting things go and shit like that, and that's not a one-day process, that's not something you can figure out in the mind, that's not going to happen, in fact, you only have a sound mind when you have an open heart. That's the only time you can really truly speak your mind when you have conviction. When when, when you could come across authentic is when your heart is actually open because you're no longer speaking from a, just a place of intellect or acting from just a place of rationality. It's a balance, the rational with the spiritual. I don't want to go too far, though. Um, you know, so when we born and when we come into the flesh, one of the first things we come here as and develop as in our embryonic states is the heart that's why the doctor when you when your mom going to get the ultrasound they checking for the heart that's the first thing that um transpires so it's safe to say that the heart has a a, a wisdom and this ain't some shit i got out of book this is just off living the heart has a wisdom that it brings from where you came, from which you came, the spirit room. So the heart acts as an intersection and a medium, a medium between the spirit realm and your earthly existence. We live in a world where a lot of people uh, talk about their spirit and spirituality and love and things like that in concept. However, they lack knowing from experience, knowing walking that walk because you would have to experience both sides of the heart to truly know the value of the heart space and that's why we have stories like in the bible and shit like that where Job went in a wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights to test your heart to go to the darkest parts of it and transmute that energy and turn it into light to not become so dark that you're jealous and envious and 
resentful and guilty and shameful about your existence, about what you've done in the past and things like that. Being able to carry these burdens and then let them go and allow them to become your guiding light. I don't hear enough of this type of shit and I understand now why. Because a lot of people don't go past that threshold of the heart, of love, of real intimacy. Not just in sexual relationships, not just in, you know, love relationships, just intimate spaces with yourself, intimate spaces in conf- when you've got conflict and confrontation, confrontation with somebody you love. Being able to stay in that heart space is a, a, a hard thing to do. A lot of times our ego can hijack us because we too much in the mind. We too much rationalizing things. And when it comes to people that we love, things that we love, when it comes to making decisions for ourselves, we can't just do it in the mind. We can't because when our heart is not open, we don't truly trust our mind. Feel me on this. When your heart is not in it, your, your, your mind is not truly sound. That's when you're going through the most shadow work, the most... um confrontation with yourself and been having to go through so, uh, so many ego deaths this for those of us that actually walk the path walk into the unknown make mistakes turn our mistakes into something greater balance out the scales not in a, a morality type way or be of being right you feel me? That's another thing about the heart. It's not. It's never about right or wrong. It's about understanding when we step into the heart space. And like I said, I'm somebody that <laughs> could definitely talk about it because I have had my heart go so dark it almost, I felt like it almost went out. I was still polite to people. I was still giving and things like that. But I've been through a stage where I had put a wall up and we go through these peaks and valleys in life for different reasons. And, you know, I just feel like it just needs to be highlighted. And I'm going to, you know, make sure I speak about this in the future, too, that it's cool to know a lot of shit. It's cool to rationalize things and things like that. It's cool to, to, to gather information. But when the heart space is not open, those gifts, that information, things like that cannot be facilitated in the right way. It lacks a connection with the source with God with whatever you think God is you call God the universe you lose order when your heart is not balanced in the open space this is another reason and this and it's contagious too so this is another reason that here in this country America um you know they keeping people six feet apart because the heart radiates out six feet wide, six feet high, six feet deep. And, you know, it's contagious. You know, when you're not feeling good and you talk to somebody that you love and, you know, they they, they give you an ear to listen to. to I mean, an ear to, so they can hear you out, a shoulder to lean on and things like that. Some encouraging words, some laughter and shit like that. That's love. Just a hug. Just silence, just sitting with you and shit like that. Just being around you, being close to you. When something is close to your heart, you take it everywhere you go. When something is just in your mind, you forget. 
So it's important that we bring the mind and the heart into union. And in order to do that, you're going to have to surrender your mind. You're going to have to surrender the ego. You're going to have to surrender thinking that you know. At the end of every road of every religion of life period, when we're talking about a higher power, is you have to surrender even to your, if you think it's your own power, you have to surrender to it. You have to surrender to the fact that you don't know so you can be open to know. And that's a heart space thing. That's not an ego thing. That's not a mind thing. That's not an intellect type of thing. So, you know, I watch a lot of content out here, a lot of spiritual content, motivational um, content and shit like that. And what I'm not hearing enough of is the emphasis put being put on the heart. And I see that a lot of people that's teaching, they teaching just from a, you know, more of a regurgitation stage or um, a limited space because they're not in a heart space. And it's, and it's cool. I'm just here to say it's a journey. And the highest height of that journey is bringing these things, all of your all of your faculties to the crossroads of the heart. And we see it in every story. We see it in every movie. We hear it in all of the music. Well, I ain't going to say all of the music. Well, you can see the lack thereof in certain music. Damn, that, that, that shit like heart. That's just all about death right there. Like we living in a culture where a lot of people speaking about death. A lot of death is happening, but nobody truly have a engagement and a proper knowing of what death is. That's a heart space thing. To get access granted to the heart space and to be able to open up yourself and your abilities and, and, and even be step stepping onto your proper path in life and into your calling. You got to do the work and you, you got to all roads lead to the heart space. Put it like that. Your heart always going to bring you back to what really matter. No matter what's going on, what's pushing and pulling on you in life, your heart is going to bring you back to your proper path. Your heart is the light that gets you through the darkest of darkness. But a lot of people get stuck in that darkness and don't. do the proper work to relieve themselves of that space and transmute that energy. And that's why I'm saying a lot of the teaching lack substance now. A lot of people are just speaking on what they know through the mind, what they read through the mind, what they think. And our brains is, uh, it's a lot of space for error. It's a lot of space for error. Um, and we living in a time right now where the heart is being tested the heart is being tested we being tested to be open because open mean, being open means vulnerability being open means being naked mean, being, means being seen you know what I mean by yourself first and foremost Cause anytime I'm talking, I'm always we all. I'm always bringing you back to yourself. Always bringing you back home. It's everything start from you. So, you know, this is just a reminder to look at your point of reference and where you moving from, where you speaking from, where are you perceiving life from? Is it just in your mind? Is it just in your traumas? Is it just uh, from past events? Is it just from a space of 
only fantasy, only imagination? Or are you doing the work to, you know, bring the mind and the heart into one space? Bring your body with you. It's another thing, your heart. Your body is important too. I had to learn that. It's, it's cool to, um, you know, be up in the ethers and be in the spiritual realm and things like that. But our body is our vehicle. And we got to, you know, I'm learning myself still to this day to just love on myself and take time out for myself and do the things that's needed to keep me recharged, that's needed to keep me balanced. So I'm not a hindrance to my own self and those around me. So that I'm able to remain open to the things that are right for me, the people that are right for me, the opportunities that are right for me. You feel me? So when we're talking about dreams and goals and purpose and things like that, when we talk about just getting through this hard task of our spiritual journey and life itself, the heart is the conduit of the soul, of the spirit, of God, in my opinion, from my experience, from my point of view. Anything I did when my heart wasn't in it, you know, it up in ashes. When I care about something, when you care about something, you treat it a certain way, you approach it in a different way, and you don't walk away from it. You know what I'm saying? You stay down for it for the entire journey, and your heart is what anchors you. If it's just something you think you want, you ain't really all that sure about, or you just going off an impulse, and it's not coming from the heart, it's not going to last. Some of us think we have dreams because of what we've been taught and what we've seen and shit like that. We got dreams that are distorted because we're we not taking into consideration the heart space. I used to think I wanted so many different things. I used to be attracted to so many different type of people with different type of activities. But since I've been tapping into my heart space and doing just the real work, you know what I mean? Just seeing yourself as is and being able to have some compassion, being able to have some acceptance little by little, day by day. Being able to not beat yourself up as much as you usually do. And being able to be open to learning. And making mistakes and not trying to be right or wrong. That, that's the thing about the heart, too. It's never about right or wrong, like I said. And, and I grew up in a around my mom just being around me. And she always would say right or wrong. She would just say it a thousand times. Right or wrong, right or wrong, right or wrong. So that, you know, our subconscious mind learned from repetition. So I, I didn't realize how much that was engraved in me. You know... The thought of, is I'm doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? When that's a mind thing. And that could become manipulative even to yourself. You could fool yourself in that way. You could think you're living a righteous life because you're living in the right way, depending on whatever moral structure or whatever, you know, indoctrination you cling to or philosophy that you cling to. 
But to be truly right is to be open and whole in your heart space. So a lot, a lot of the shit about you, a lot of the things people think about you and shit like that, it don't really hold no weight because if it, whatever feels right to you, whatever is pure to you is coming from a real space and it's not up for question, even inside your own mind. When you're dealing and coming from the heart space. But when you out here trying to get it right, you putting yourself in just in the space to get it wrong. And that's why I always stress that this shit is a journey. A journey of stumbling, mistakes, serendipity, shit happening for a reason, meeting people for a reason, walking through certain doors for a reason, having certain doors closed on you for a reason. Having certain people walk out of your life, give up on you, having to walk away from certain people, certain places and things just to even gain the right access to yourself. Sacrifice. It's either that or you just turn your back on yourself and grab onto the world and hold on it for that ride and it take you where you t- it take you. And never realize your actual purpose, never bring it to fruition your full potentiality. And that's a very dark space. That's a very hellish existence. So, you know, your heart is almost like, you know, not almost, it is mandatory. Um, so, you know, I just encourage people to, 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 to be as open as possible to new things, to new spaces to be open to discipline, be open to challenges and try to see where this challenge is leading you, where this mistake is leading you. What can you learn from it? How can you utilize it in your in your on, on your next step? And you feel me? Just keep some love in it, keep some laughter in it because this shit is a dark, dark journey and it's only going to get harder it's only going to get darker. It's only going to get more confusing sometimes. And you know, you're going to have good days and bad days. But you know, by all means, like if you, you feel like you really got a call and you feel like you're here for a reason, you feel like it's somewhere for you to be, be there. You feel like you got to make a decision just, just for you and people going to call you selfish and shit like that. If it's coming from the right place, if it's a... If it's cut, you know, we know when shit feel right. Do it. Be it. Take that chance. Take that risk. Cause love, love is like a risk. Your heart is like a risk that you take. That it's, a, it's a, you know, it's kind of rigged. It's kind of built for you to win, but you gotta go through the obstacle course. You gotta show that you'll put, put it all on the line. You gotta be all in when it comes to matters of the heart. You gotta be all in. I said this a long time ago, about three years ago, when I first started speaking. When it comes to matters of the heart, you either play fair or you don't. And let me clarify that since I've been able to gain a lot more insight on what I meant when I said that. When I say that, I mean you can't control this thing we call life in your head, you can't control it with your own will. And if any spiritual teacher or motivational speaker not telling you that it's some 
level of acceptance, compassion, and surrenderance you have to heed to, then they, they lead in you astray. They just might want your monetization. They just might want your cash app and shit like that. They should be telling you how hard your path is going to be, but how you can endure and get through. You know, and endure to the end. You know, me and the people, the people that's near to me, we've been talking about enduring to the end. It's not about being a, what did it say? What, what, what's the, the passage say? It's not the, the, the reward is not given to the swift or the mighty. But something like that is given to the ones that endure to the end. And it's going to take a whole lot of heart, a whole lot of fight, and a whole lot of vulnerability to endure to the end. You are now listening to the Internals Podcast.